What's going on to my podcast listeners? See Jizzle and the fucking Wizzle bringing you another episode. Um, tonight was pretty hectic. It's pretty crazy. It was. I got the shit into the stick, of course. Um, it was supposed to be Aiden, me, and another kid named Scotty working, but I guess Aiden just decided he wasn't going to work anymore. Um, he says that he's going to school and this and that, but I, I really doubt that, you know. I wish that he didn't have to make up stories and lie about it, but I know that he's not telling the truth because he was just talking about how he had to get financial aid just to go back to school. And you don't, you don't usually get financial aid <clears throat> a week later on New Year's or on the first week of New Year's. Generally, fall semester's already started. Spring semester hasn't began. Uh, so it's it's complete bullshit on how he's saying that he has school and all this other shit. It's cool. If he just doesn't want to work, he should have just said that. You know, I've had enough trying to get out there and find another job or, you know, anything. So he's working one day a week now, and I have a feeling that here after a little bit, He's, he's not going to be able to handle not getting paid anything. He's going to be like, hey, you know, can I pick up a few more hours? Because six hours a week just isn't enough. Six hours a week isn't even enough to buy any weed. You know what I'm saying? And with him, you know, he's not going to be able to just survive off of just his girlfriend's paycheck. Because his girlfriend isn't working full-time either. So... <clears throat> With that being said, they don't get any, they don't get any uh, tax breaks or anything because they're underage. They don't pay taxes. They're like 17 years old. So here they're paying rent and electric and gas and paying for a kid and all off of six hours a week. I don't know what she makes, but I know it's not full-time because he had told me that she was... They were trying to get her to work 10-hour days, and she didn't want to do it. So, um... I was kind of I was kind of pissed off, I'm not going to lie, because I got shit-sticked. I got left there. Um, and the shitty part is, I expected for him to be there... I counted on it because that's what it said on the schedule. And so I thought, oh, I don't have to take my heavy coat. It's supposed to rain later, but I don't have to take my heavy coat because he's going to give me a ride home. No. No, he sure didn't. The complete opposite. The other guy that's been working with us, his name's Keenan, and I like him. He's a good guy, but uh, 
you know, he was too busy worried about getting his deliveries, getting that tip money, versus getting the shit done in the store that needs to be done. And, um, long story short, <clears throat> he still didn't do stuff crust, he still didn't get the dinner boxes done, I still had dishes to do, I still had the fryer to clean, all at about like 10.20, 10.30. The floors needed swept and mopped. I had all this shit that I had to do. Still had to count, you know, I was in the process of counting the door down. But, yeah, I had all these dishes to do. I had all the trash to take out. I had dough to still do. I had shit to clean up. And I've got people that are like, well, it's time for me to leave. It's time for me to get out of here. And I try to explain to them that nobody wants to be there. And there's going to be many nights where... You're scheduled till 10, but you're not going to get out of there till 11. Or you're scheduled till 11 or 12, you're not going to get out of there till 1 or 2. It's just the way it goes. <clears throat> but they think that they should be able to just leave me with all the dishes and everything. Um, because I'm a manager, I get paid more. I get paid $2 more than they do. So it was pretty fucked up. And I'm getting really fed up with getting fucked over. And I don't know if it was Aiden's fault <clears throat> or if it was my boss's fault. But either way, somebody was at fault. Either it was her and she was stupid and fucking forgot and scheduled him anyways. Or it was him that forgot to put it in the calendar and didn't say anything and then just expected for her to remember. Either way. So yeah, I, I called him up or I texted him because my other co-worker said that they texted him. But... I figured, oh, you know, me and him were pretty close. Or at least I thought. And so, you know, just some of the shit that he says just doesn't make any sense. It's all a lie, you know. He thinks that I'm stupid. He thinks I was born yesterday, but he said that he was in school from noon all the way until 8 o'clock at night. Now, that's a bunch of bullshit. Most college courses, you know, most trade schools don't even go for eight hours a day. And that's what he's doing is a trade school. And especially if it's your first hour. If it's your first day, your first hour, they're not going to have you there all day, all night. I can tell you that. So then he says that he had to, <laughs> he had to leave the school, the college, supposedly, he had to leave the school, and he went up to work from noon to three. 
Now, I think that's the biggest waste of time ever because nothing was done. There's many, many things that weren't done. <clears throat> so I don't know what the fuck they did all day. You know? Because whenever I got there, there was shit that was, you know, the fryer baskets weren't clean. There was shit that wasn't put away. The wings weren't portioned. You know, boxes weren't folded. So on and so forth. For it being a slow Monday and for there being at least two people there, there wasn't shit done. So. Anywho. I had a long day yesterday. I had a very long day. And the main reason is I was supposed to be waiting for the landlord to come over because he said that there was something to do with the insurance guy. He needed the insurance guy to come over and look at the apartment. And I thought, that's pretty weird, but whatever. You know, I'll clean up the place. I'll get it looking good. So I stayed up all night last night. And when I woke up, you know, at 10 o'clock, like he said, they were going to be over here. He didn't end up show the, the insurance guy didn't end up showing up. Sat here from 10 to 11. And finally, I seen that the landlord just left and disappeared. And so I messaged him and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go back to sleep. I've got to wake up in a few hours. I'm going to sleep. And he sent me a message back saying... Oh, yeah, sorry, I think I think that the uh, insurance guy is going to have to reschedule. Sorry for any inconvenience, pretty much. Now, here's the thing. I know it's not his fault that the insurance guy didn't show up. But you just wasted at least two hours of my time. At least. More than that, really, because like I said, I had to clean up and everything the night before. I didn't get much sleep. It wasn't very fun. So, anywho, like I said, I call my boss and I tell her, you know, such and such didn't show up to work. And we're going to be fucked tonight. And her response was, oh, you'll be okay. I said, haven't even started dough yet. There's a shitload of dishes. You know, um, haven't even got my critical counts done. And she says, well, Keenan knows how to do dough. And I know you guys don't know who the fuck Keenan is, or Aiden, or Scotty, or these are all people that I work with. So. Um, so she says, Keenan knows how to do dough. Well, yeah, he knows how to do it. Everybody knows how to do dough. But who the fuck wants to do it is the thing. If we had Aiden there, he could be doing dough. We're running the cut table while I do the dough. And then the delivery drivers could be making their tips. Driving like they should be doing anyways. 
but instead she short staffs, she underschedules, and then the drivers have to pick up slack and be doing dishes and be, you know, doing prep work instead of hiring somebody extra in the kitchen. It makes no sense. Anywho, anywho. I'm feeling pretty good. I came home, I got a shower, and I needed one, I'll tell you. <laughs> Washed my beard out with some of this new conditioner that I got. It's feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty puffy and fluffy and crisp, you know. <laughs> Gotta find some beard oil. I used to think about people in the past that talked about getting beard oil, and I'm like, you, you don't need that shit. But you really do, especially if you're gonna grow it out, because it gets brittle, it gets flaky, it gets itchy. And that's the whole reason why I end up cutting it. it just gets too unmanageable. So, um,. I want to try and grow this beard out a little bit longer. I've been thinking about cutting it lately. Been really thinking about it, and I'm like, don't do it. You know, <laughs> you cut that off, and you're gonna regret it. <clears throat> it's probably true. So cold lately. <sighs> Anywho. Tonight, we are drinking on PBR, Paps Blue Ribbon, and we are following it with some New Amsterdam hard, oh, wild card, sorry, I thought I said hard card, but <laughs> wouldn't make any sense. New Amsterdam classic hard punch comes in cans, little four pack, like 10 bucks. <clears throat> and to be honest, it's not carbonated or anything. It doesn't even really taste like it has alcohol in it. They say that it's 8%, so just like a Mike's Hard. So, these past few days have been very <clears throat> testing, I guess I should say, because I got fucked over tonight, I got fucked over the night before, and, um, you know, I got it talking to a co-worker about it, and I'm like, I just don't think that we're going to be able to run this place without Aiden being here. You know, it was fine when it was me, Jimmy, and Aiden, and on certain nights, or if it was just me and Aiden on certain nights, it'd be fine. But this other kid, he doesn't even need to be working there. He doesn't give a fuck. So... It's a, it's a body to fill the spot, 
that's all that my my boss cares about. She complains about how we're wasting so much in toppings because of him, but she don't want to fire him or get rid of him or even write him up, you know, I mean, so, you know, I said this from the beginning, I said I was going to have a job by the beginning of the year, and I've been buckling down on that as hard as I can. I applied for an assistant manager position for Kane's Chicken Fingers, I do believe. They were they were hiring for uh, I think they said 55 grand a year. And it's pretty much the same fucking thing that I do now at Pizza Hut except I get paid way 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 better. $4,000 a month or more versus, you know, $1,800 a month or so. It's twice as much money. More than twice as much money. So, if I make $16 an hour now, it's going to be, oh, I would say closer to uh, $30 an hour, $25 an hour for an assistant. And it's easy. Like I said, it's a shift lead position. Pretty much you just make sure everybody else is doing their job. And at least I would be able to write people up. <clears throat> because you can't be a you can't be a shift lead if you can't lead. You can't be in charge of being, you know, in charge of everybody if you can't do anything to penalize them. If somebody is fucking up all the orders and <clears throat> going outside to smoke whenever we got orders on the screen and you know calling off and shit like that you're gonna get a write up now I'm not a very strict person very easy to get along with you come in, you do your job, I come in, I do my job. That's all there is to it. Um, but when it comes down to people not doing their jobs, I can't write up anybody. I can't, you know, uh, I can't lead. You know, they're not giving me the tools that I need to be a leader. So, if I did have the tools that I needed, I'd have them fired. I had somebody else already hired by now. So, I don't know why they procrastinate and they sit around with their thumb up their ass. And then they bitch and complain at the last minute that nobody wants to work. Blah, blah, blah. Like my boss. She bitches all the time about how she has to work all the time, five days, six days a week, whatever. It's fucking bullshit, but she don't want to hire the people that she needs to hire, so fuck it. She don't care, I don't care. And there's been many nights where they left me sitting there and they don't care. I don't care less. 
Luckily, before I went home tonight, because I don't have any food at home, I didn't have anything to eat last night. Um, and so when I went to work tonight, I didn't eat last night, I didn't eat today, and I was like, I'm, I'm going to be damned if I don't eat something tonight. Getting the shit into the stick, getting fucked over all the time, I'm taking something home. Something, you know, I don't care if it's chicken wings, pizza. I'm taking something home because I deserve it. And these corporate fucking, you know, McDonald's, Burger King, at least they let you get a free lunch. Sometimes. Not every place, but... Or they at least give you a 50% discount. Normally. Nine times out of ten. So if you were gonna get a junior, a Whopper Junior, it'd be like a dollar fifty instead of three bucks. That's not bad, you know. And you should get that. Nobody should have to go to work hungry, and nobody should have to uh, slave away all day and not have anything to take home to eat. That's just fucking wrong. So, what I do is I take it into my own hands, because. They're going to throw all that dough out anyways. If they don't use it, they're going to throw it out. So, for me to take home one fucking pizza is not a big deal. It really isn't. And when you got customers that waste food all day long, you know, you got a customer that comes in and says, Oh, I wanted pepperoni and sausage, and you, you, you didn't, you forgot to put my bacon on there. When they didn't even order fucking bacon. So you gotta remake a whole nother pizza. And waste that one. Just because somebody else is a fucking idiot. It's wasteful. It's really wasteful. I can't tell you how much food that we waste in a day. Breadsticks. Cheese sticks. Are the main thing that we waste every day. But if you think about all the hungry kids in the world. Or even people like me. That are hungry. Something to take home to eat, like breadsticks, is better than nothing. And when you're just going to throw it away, why not? But you get this, this corporate mentality that they have to make profit. Not off just customers, but off of you, off the workers, you know. We get like a 20% discount. 20%. And most, most of everything that's there costs $10 or more. So, 20% of $10 is $2. You get $2 off. So, you, you got to pay $8 instead of 10 I think that's fucking stupid. And they wonder why nobody wants to work there. Because they get no benefits. They get treated like shit every day. They, they get overworked. They get told to do shit that they shouldn't have to do. Or, you know. And especially me. With the shit that I have to do, I should be getting paid $18 an hour. 
but I don't. I get paid 16. And a lot of these kids think that that's a great wage. Oh, it's so great that you make 16 an hour. I wish I could make 16 an hour and blah, blah, blah. And I tell them, after taxes and everything, I make probably about as much as you do. Seriously, I mean, I pay $500 a month in taxes. 500 You know, I heard one of my co-workers complaining because he had to pay, what, like 100 150 a month in taxes. I said, dude, I pay fucking 500 a month. And he's like, well, do you claim anybody? Or No, I claim zero. I don't have it. I don't claim any dependence on my taxes. I don't even claim myself. So that way, at the end of the year, I don't owe the IRS any money. Because if you do claim one or whatever, you'll end up probably owing. So I've never owed taxes to the government. I've always gotten money back. It's not a lot. But, so, this job is a dying job. I don't know, you know, if there's plenty of other Pizza Huts, Papa John's, and Domino's out there that are the same way. They're ran the same way, like clockwork, and... I don't know how much longer some of these pizza places are going to be in business. I really don't. Because people like me, and I even work there, you know, I even work at Pizza Hut. So, and on my day off, let's say, you know, I'm, I'm tired, I don't want to go get anything to eat. So I decide to order pizza. I don't order it for my job. I can tell you that. I generally end up ordering it from somewhere local called Antonio's Pizza or Dylan's. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I don't know how much longer Pizza Hut's going to be in business. I mean, a lot of people think that Pizza Hut would never go out of business, but that's a bunch of bullshit. So. They were on the verge, Pizza Hut was going on the verge of going out of business because of COVID. Because they had all those buffets, you know, where you could go in, you could dine in and everything. And now they don't have that. And when you're charging $20 for a one topping, I could go anywhere else. I could go to, like I said, Dylan's, Antonio's for $20 for a one topping. That's crazy. Absolutely nuts. People keep trying to re-add me on Facebook. People that I've blocked or people that I don't talk to anymore or, you know. And there's a good reason why I won't. So. had a friend named James 
big black guy pretty big like 300 pounds probably and he was trying to lose a lot of weight but he was also putting on a lot of muscle and me and him were, were pretty good friends back in the day we used to hang out we used to drink we used to smoke and and then he broke up with a mutual friend of mine and moved to Champaign or Urbana I don't know like an hour away and never really talked to him right and then I had him added on my Facebook back then but he started making racist comments and posting racist shit on his page and I'm like yeah I don't I don't want to be friends with him anymore Um, I think even I had made a comment to him about it and he got pissy with me over it I'm like well fuck you dude you know if you're gonna be a racist I don't want anything to do with you so um, I've had a couple people that have tried to re-add me or people that I've never really been friends with I've never talked to them I don't know them and they're trying to add me and I like to keep my circle small I've said that before I'm not out there trying to find as many friends as I can on Facebook I look for actual real true friends in real life <laughs> and so people that are on Facebook eight times, nine times out of ten are just there to see what the fuck they can figure out about you or to eavesdrop on you, you know, to spy on you so they can go back and tell other people and shit <clears throat> they're not really there to be your friend I can tell you that and um, my co-worker I got a co-worker named Jimmy, and I get along with him 50% of the time. I mean, me and him don't really argue, we don't fight, we've never really had a falling out per se, but he's an asshole, you know, while I'm at work, he's an asshole. So why would I add you, you know, if you're an asshole and you're, and you're best friends with the boss? Him and the GM are best friends. They live in the same town. They get car rides together every day. So why the fuck would I add you when you're just going to go back and tell the boss what I said on my page, you know? So it's just a rule of mine that I don't add coworkers on Facebook. No matter how buddy-buddy we are, or how much of a good time we have at work, I'm just never going to add you on Facebook. Because I don't need you going back and telling anybody any of my shit. So, And it sucks, you know, because I wish I could seems like a pretty cool guy, you know, he's into listening to heavy metal, 
Quar. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of Quar, but I've always wanted to get into that kind of thing. I've always liked heavy metal, but anywho, I looked his name up last night and I was thinking about it. I was like, should I add him or should I not? And I was like, nah, I probably shouldn't. And I wish I could, but... Now, if I was to quit there... Then hell yeah, I would add him. Uh, I could see myself with being friends with some of those people outside of work. A couple people maybe, but as long as I wasn't working there. Because I already know they're going to go back and tell such and such. And such and such is going to go back and tell such and such. And then there's going to be rumors that are floating around. And then I'm going to end up getting fired over it. And that's how it usually happens. So. No thank you. Anywho, my friend's girlfriend's mom, I have a lesbian friend, I've been friends with her for a long time, we used to work at the gas station together years ago, and we just kind of stayed friends ever since. We don't really talk too much because we're both busy, we each have our own life or whatever, but talked to her a little bit like before New Year's two or three days maybe before New Year's and asked her what she was doing she kind of made some small talk with me but she never said anything about anything else she was like yeah you know the only day I have off is New Year's but you can stop by anytime so when I went up to the gas station on New Year's Eve I ran into her girlfriend's mom and her girlfriend's mom just ended up having a stroke and it's she is such a great lady I mean she is really she don't put up with no bullshit but she is a fucking great mother she's a great person so <clears throat> anywho I'm getting my beer I walk outside and all I hear is, hey, and I already knew what her car looked like, I knew that voice, and so I automatically just said, hey, what's going on, because I knew it was her, I didn't even have to look up, because she used to come into the gas station every day and get ice, and I'd just give it to her for free, you know, like, fuck it, it's just ice. And I know she misses that because she even had said that she went into the gas station the other day and tried to get ice. And she slipped up and told me that Kyle is still working there. Somebody that I absolutely despise of now. I mean, me and him used to be friends, but after he blocked me on Facebook and was acting two-faced and shit, yeah, I, I despise of him now, so... 
whenever she said that he was still working there, and I said, oh, yeah, well, isn't that funny? Sometimes, you know, people will continue being complacent, so, after all that shit that he was talking about, oh, he wouldn't be there for longer than a year, he was going to go try and find another job, blah, blah, blah. And he's still working there. Ain't that funny. And he's working next to somebody who's a two-faced bitch. You know, I, I can't stand working for an asshole. And I can't stand working for a bitch. I can't. You know, I can only be... I can only be civil for so long. I can only, you know, because I'm not fake. I'm not a fake person. I'll tell you how it is. I don't sugarcoat a turd. I'll tell you exactly how it is. So, if you don't like it, then I don't give a fuck. <clears throat> That's actually the reason why I got fired. <laughs> <coughs> was because my boss couldn't handle it at my old job. She couldn't handle it. She knew that I did her job better. She knew that I could do her job and then some. So she was scared because she thought, well, if he stays here for much longer, maybe he might take my job. And somehow, one way or another, I'm going to say it was Two-Faced Kyle that went back and told her, but somebody said that I called her a cunt. I did. I'm pretty sure. I mean, at some point in time, yeah, I mean. So, yeah, I called you a cunt. You know, I'm not going to sit here and lie about it. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it. But if you can't handle being called names then you don't need to be working at a gas station. You damn sure don't need to be manager. So, people came in there every day and they'd call me a white piece of shit, fucking this, that, asshole, piece of shit. Do you think that I let that bother me? No. But it really bothered her for some reason. So, that's the reason why I don't work there anymore. <laughs> But, um, my boss that I work with now, she can be a cunt, she can be a bitch. Um, it's the truth, you know, I don't sugarcoat anything. But it doesn't mean that she can't be a good person as well, you know. My boss is a fucking bitch. But my boss is also a good person. Sometimes. So, she's not a full-blown cunt, you know, I mean, she, she has to get shit done, I understand, but it's just the way that people hold themselves as a manager. When you're a manager, you should be, you should have a high, everyone should have higher expectations. <clears throat> And when I was working there for nine years, I mean, I pretty much was a manager. I just wasn't getting paid to be a manager. So, 
I got fucked over for nine years. And I should have gave them the ultimatum a long time ago. Within the first four years. I should have probably said, hey, you're either going to promote me or I'm leaving. But I decided to stick with it because it was paying my bills. And I started becoming complacent. And I never got out there and looked for another job because I'm like, oh, well, this is fine, you know. (laughs) I don't need acceptance or I don't need... uh, I don't like playing office politics. I don't like kissing ass and fucking, you know, going above and beyond for nothing. It used to be, you know, every day I'd go to work, I would hear somebody say, can you do me a favor? 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 And here I was every day doing everybody else a fucking favor and nobody wanted, you know, to do me a favor. Not that I really asked that much at all, you know, if ever. But if I asked somebody, hey, can you do me a favor? And they're like, what? And I tell them, hey, can you take out the trash for me? Or, hey, can you do this? Oh, well, I'm kind of in the middle of stocking the cooler right now. You know, could have took 10 minutes out of your time and took the trash out. That's all I'm saying. Every time someone wants a favor, it's good for them. But anytime you need a favor, oh, oh no. So, anywho, back to the, um, Back to my friend's girlfriend's mom. She got to talking about how she had a stroke and it scared the fuck out of me. You know, that's one of my biggest fears is having a heart attack or a stroke. And um, she told me that she had it in November, the end of November. And I said, well, how did you know that you had a stroke how'd that all come about you know and she said well she woke up she felt kind of weird and she noticed that she was her leg was twitching you know it just kept twitching and twitching and twitching and she said she should have went up and got went to the hospital she was thinking about it but then she laid back down for like a few hours when she woke up, she couldn't like move. Cer- she couldn't move certain parts of her body. It wasn't like she was paralyzed completely, but. And so that's whenever she told her husband, or boyfriend, whatever, to take her to the hospital. Eventually, it ended up. She ended up passing it. She ended up passing the blood clot through her brain. And that's the scariest part because um, she said that she could have ended up dying from a hemorrhage a bleeding on the brain and that's how my grandfather ended up dying so so 
a very ugly way to go. You know, you're laying there on the floor like a vegetable, and hopefully somebody will find you. You know, but laying there, starving for a week, shitting and pissing yourself, is not a good way to go. So, it's very ugly. So I told her, you know, that's one of my biggest fears, is having a fucking stroke or a heart attack. And she says... Well, if it makes you feel any better, you'll end up having a heart attack, or you'll end up having a stroke before you have a heart attack. No, that doesn't make me feel better. <laughs> that actually scares me worse. Because sometimes I would think if I did have a heart attack or a stroke, I would rather just take me out of my misery. You know, I don't want to be a vegetable. And, um... Yeah, I would hate to lay there and suffer the whole time. Like I said, for a week, not being able to move, not being able to, you know, scares the fuck out of me. And then I told her, I said, I don't eat right, I smoke, I'm getting older in age, my family has heart disease uh, history, and she says... Well, yeah, I mean, drinking and smoking will increase your chances. Um, but she said that women are four times more likely to have a stroke than a man. I don't know if I believe that, but I think that's just kind of here and there. Might be twice as likely, but four times likely, I don't think so. Just like they say that African-American women are the highest heart disease patients around. They have the most heart disease in America. I think that's a lie. I'd like to know where they're getting these statistics from, but I really would. They sit there and say that black people are a minority, but they're saying that black people overpower white people on heart disease. Well, how is that if you have more white people than black people, you know? And it has nothing to do with skin color or culture or it has everything to do with diet, habits of like smoking and shit. And sometimes you're just born that way. Sometimes you're just born with a bad heart. I had a fucking next door neighbor that lived right next door to my mom. And here's the thing. I had heart problems growing up in my teenage years. Where there was a couple times where I thought I was having a heart attack. In my 20s, you know middle to late 20s there was one time where I even called an ambulance you know because I was so fucking scared <clears throat> and then the doctor told me that I was too young to have heart problems that it was just all in my head and I said you're a fucking idiot you are a liar I'm too young to have heart problems that is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard
like I said, I, I grew up next door to a kid that was, what, like nine years old, and he had open heart surgery like three fucking times, so that's the most stupid thing that you could ever say to anybody as a doctor, is you're too young to have heart problems. People that are dying in their 30s, their 40s, and a lot of people, a lot of the coroner, you know, will say, oh, it's just natural causes. They just died of natural causes, you know. What is so natural about a 30-year-old dying just randomly, you know? Nothing. There's nothing normal about that. I don't trust doctors, to be honest with you. I don't like them. I don't trust them. I think a lot of doctors just work off of their own opinions and what they feel and what they think. The doctors are the dumbest fuckers around. Some of them. They don't know their ass from applesauce. I don't even think they paid attention in fucking grad school. I hear a lot of doctors that say, oh, there's no possible way that that could be this, or there's no possible way that you could have that, or how do you know? You haven't done any testing, you haven't, you know, you're just blurting shit out of your mouth, it just doesn't make any sense. So, sometimes, I'll get a second opinion. If, if what you're saying to me is fucking garbage... It doesn't make any sense. I'll get a second opinion. My mother is... She's been in and out of the health system for most of her life. I mean, all the time. Growing up, even until now. So, she's just... She goes in and talks to a doctor and she's like, Okay, yeah, that, that must be what I have. She never gets a second opinion. She just, the first thing that comes out of the doctor's mouth, she's like, oh yeah, that's probably what I have. And then she starts worrying over it. She starts going crazy. And I tell her, stop thinking about it and maybe talk to another doctor because it's a bunch of bullshit. So, (laughs) just because somebody graduated school Sometimes, like I said, I don't know how they graduated. Maybe they were cheating or copying off people or what, but I don't see how people that are so stupid could fucking pass. But sometimes maybe you just need to get a second opinion. That's all I'm saying. If that doctor says the same thing, then yeah, it's probably a pretty good idea that that's what you have. So... But to just go off the first person, just to go off the first opinion, is just crazy. So, a lot of people do it. A lot of people think, oh, he's a doctor, you know. He knows what the fuck he's talking about. There's actually more medical malpractice cases in the United States then there are car accidents every year 
I know that's hard for people to think about or to fathom, but there are a shitload of car accidents every year. I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't even tell you how many, but there's a shitload of car accidents. And for them for there to be more medical malpractice cases is just crazy. And people don't know this shit because they don't they don't research it, you know. But if you get online, do your little Google research, it's crazy. How many times have they operated on somebody and it was supposed to be a good thing, it was supposed to help them have no complications, it's supposed to go smooth as butter, and then they end up leaving tools and shit behind where they gotta open them back up, they gotta dig the fucking forceps out or whatever, dig a scalpel out of their fucking stomach, and then sew them back up. And then they end up getting an infection or some shit. It's just crazy. HAIs, hospital acquired infections, are the number one infection in hospitals. People don't think about it, but whenever I was taking my CNA course, they talked about um, how there was a guy that was... He was, he had just got his knee worked on or something. And he was in the same room with somebody that had MRSA. And they didn't know it until the last minute. So here you got some guy sitting in the same room with some other guy. Two people in the same room. And you got an open wound that's trying to heal and you got somebody with MRSA sitting right next door. That is the scariest fucking thing I've ever heard of. So, the guy ended up getting it. He ended up catching MRSA in his knee. And they had to fucking scrub, try to scrub it out, try to clean it, try and give him antibiotics and all that shit. And I think, I'm pretty sure he ended up getting it amputated after it was all said and done. So not only did he have to go through the pain of getting the surgery done but then he had to go through the pain of getting it amputated all because of the fucking hospital I, I stay the fuck away from hospitals man I really you know it's a terrible place to be their ventilation systems are whack people that don't you know clean you know all the surfaces right and man it's an ugly thing. If you just Google research HAI, hospital acquired infections. And like I said, I figured this out whenever I was going through my CNA class, mainly. Um, they talked about people that were on isolation procedures all the time. <laughs> and as me, being a um, upcoming star in the CNA world, I knew what was right and what was wrong by the book, you know. And there were people that had isolation precautions, 
They had the sign on their door. They had the gloves outside their door. The gowns. And there were there were fucking people I can remember. There were people that worked at that nursing home that just went in there with no gown, no gloves, no face mask. And they were telling the new students, the CNA students, that, oh, it's fine, you can come in here. You don't have to put anything on, you don't have to put on a gown or nothing, you can just come on in. And I stopped them, and I said, no, that's not what's going to happen. You're doing, you're teaching them wrong. And I'm not going to risk my life, or my health, or my family's health at home, by bringing that shit back home to them. So... That nurse tried calling me a, um, what'd she say? I can't remember, but the nurse tried saying that I was full of shit, that I was overreacting, that, you know, no. (laughs) Anywho, it's getting to be about 58 minutes into this podcast. I'm going to go ahead and make a second one. I don't know how long it's going to be, but I've got one more in me, so I've got a little bit more alcohol to drink, a little bit more to smoke, and um, yeah, this one's coming to an end, so till the next one, it was real, it was fun, but it wasn't real fun, deuces.